Today's daf is daf Zion in Gittin, as we learned for a four shleim for Loza ben Ruma and Yosef Israel ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday we get down to the third line. Amar Vavu, third line on Zion Rav. Amar Vavu, so a person should not instill too much fear in his own house, uh, as we saw yesterday that uh, a person should say things gently, not uh, instill fear and scare the people that led to the whole story with. Um, uh, with Pelagish Begiva and the war, the civil war among the Jews. So here we have another story like that. still too much fear in his household. So there was a man who did that, a great man who did that, a rabbi. And they gave him to eat something very big, meaning they gave him to eat something not kosher because of that. Because of that, they gave him to eat that. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> um, uh, first of all, who was that great person? Rabchanina ben Gamaliel. Gamaliel himself, a great rabbi, uh, scared the people in his house, and they gave him something to eat that wasn't kosher. Sigmar Hechilu, that he actually fell victim to it, and he actually ate something which was forbidden. The famous story with the Chamor of Penchas ben Yoyer, who would not eat. Grain that was not uh, that was not tied that meister wasn't taken from them. An animal itself, an animal would not eat something which was not properly tied. So tzadikim and certainly he couldn't have fell victim to that, even though he was apparently wrong for instilling fear in his household. But you can't say that they would have given him something that they actually gave him something. They almost did. El bikshu They almost they wanted to give him something which wasn't kosher. Mindy, what was it? Abram and what happened? The, uh, he wanted, let's say, the drumstick from an animal, and uh, the animal was properly slaughtered, and they lost it. And he said, where's my drumstick? Where's my uh, aver? Where's my polka? And uh, where, where is that aver? They scared him so much that they went and grabbed one. They cut one off from a live animal. There was no shochet, I guess, there to do it. Uh, so they just grabbed one off, and they almost gave him that to eat because he scared them so much. Where's my drumstick? And because he almost, he didn't actually do it, but they almost gave it to him because he's scared. <laughs> now, this story is brought down here, as we'll see. We talked yesterday about uh, making ruled lines, uh, ruling lines on the, um, on the, on the uh, when you quote a Pusik. So we said, okay, um, the, maybe we, we talked about that rabbi, uh, Rabbi Biatar, who did it without Sirtut, and he didn't know the halach about Sirtut, he didn't know. Rabbi Yitzchak's memory he knew about Sirtu, but he didn't write this. Here are other stories relating to that kind of a thing with the Sirtu. Marukva sent to Rabbi Lazar this question. But they had a moment when there are people who are attacking me verbally. I could turn them over to the government because uh, they're, they are, uh, they're hurting me. They're troubling me. Mao, what should I do about them? Sirtu because of lay. So Rabbi Lazar answered him with a Pasuk. It's always good to answer the Pasuk. When you answer the Pasuk, Nobody can accuse you of being political or being uh, a racist or anything like that. You're just quoting a Pusik. So he wrote in this Pusik, Amarti, I said, Pusik into Amarti, Eshmara I said, I will guard my path from sinning with my mouth. In other words, don't answer him. Don't answer him. He's bothering you. Don't try to soothe your mouth either. Don't turn him over to the, uh, to master him. To, don't turn him over to the government. Don't say anything with your mouth. Eshma lepi I will guard, I will watch from my mouth like with a muzzle. 
I'll watch them, I'll put a muzzle on my mouth, but oh, Russia, Nike, while the evil person is attacking me when he's against me. Even though there's an evil person against me, he's attacking me. I will guard, I will watch my mouth, I will guard my mouth with a, with a muzzle. Don't say anything. That's what Rabbi Lazar answered, Marukva. But they're really bothering me. He answered them, they're really bothering me, they're troubling me. And I, there's no way I could stand up against them. They're really bothering me. I can't go on. So again, Rabbi Lezer sent him another passage. Be silent to God and wait silently for him. Don't like Be silent. and Be silent and wait silently for him. Be quiet before God and he will knock them down. He'll turn them corpse upon corpse. Hashkim, Hashkim, what, what, so what should you do? What should you do? What's the answer? Hashkim, get up early in the morning, like we do, and learn at night, open up the shul in the morning to base medrash early and in the evening, and they'll be destroyed of their, on their own. In other words, without you having to do anything, just pray to God, be silent, have trust in God, and your retaliation should be by coming to learn in the base medrash early in the morning and, and op- opening the base medrash in the morning and in the evening, and uh, they will be taken care of. As soon as Rabbi said that, Geneva was the name of the person who was being mitzar him. It wasn't a person who hurt him physically, but he was uh, arguing with him and always uh, putting, him, putting him down. And, uh, and this Geneva was put in chains and taken away. They sent a question to Marukva. They, this first, the first question was Marukva sending to Rabbi Now there's a question that they raised from Marukva. So how do we know that Bismanazeh is forbidden after the time after the destruction of Bismigdash? How do we know that it's forbidden to do singing? Sirtid because again, he made the ruled lines, right? Like uh, just get before he traced the lines on the paper to write a Pasik and it said this Pasik in Yeshua, Al Tismach Yisrael El Gilbam, don't rejoice uh, Israel with rejoicing like the nations do. Don't do that. That's the Pasik. That's how we know you shouldn't do it. For Lishlachlu, why didn't he send them? Mehocha. Uh, this is not a Pasik issue. It's in Hoshea. Saying Yeshua would have been a little bit too early before the base mission was right. There was no base mission. right? In Hoshea, it says, this means Israel will bomb him. For Lishlachlu, why didn't he send them this Pasik? Pasik says, Nishayah Bashir lo Yishtu Yayim. With singing, they shouldn't drink wine. Yemar Shecha Lishosav. The beer will be bitter to those who drink it. Why don't you bring that pasuk to show that they shouldn't drink? Uh, that you know you're not mesameach at uh, when you have a party today. Bismanazeh when you have, you don't have you don't have uh, proper singing. Zima who for reading that pasuk b'shilu yishto yayim having men hani milizimer demona. I think that's with instruments. It says b'shir la'isha b'shir could be with instruments. Instruments uh, instill a, a greater feeling of happiness and joy than just them singing, uh, right? So. Uh, that's what he, maybe that's what's in Avu Bapumashari, but I might think it's permitted to sing this with your mouth. Kamashmon, that Zimra, uh, that uh, it's forbidden because Altismah Yisrael don't rejoice in any way, shape, or form with singing this man's Avu Shari, I might think you would, the Pasuk of Bashir, Layishan, could be Bashir with the, maybe with instruments, with the live music. Avu the Pumashari, but allowed to sing with your mouth. Kamashmon, that even that's also forbidden. Uh, at the time of, when the basement was destroyed. Amalei Rapuna Barnasla Ravashi. Maidach said, the Pasuk says in Yeshua, 
mentioning the, the uh, towns in Yehuda, Hina, Vidimona, the Adada. What's the point of mentioning those super, those, those cities? Amalei, Misfasad, the Eretz Yisrael Kashmir. He's listing the towns in Eretz Yisrael. Amalei, Atu, Anadoy, Adana, the Misfasad, Eretz Yisrael Kashmir. You think I don't know? He's listing the Psukha, he's listing the names of the towns there in the various parts of Eretz Yisrael. Of course, I know that he's listing the towns. But what's the, what's the specific purpose? Is there a drusha for those words? Kina, Vidimona, Vadada. He gave a reason. In other words, there's a medrash for darshaning those words, Kina, Demona, and Ada, even though technically they are the names of the towns, but there's a drasha inherent in them too. Whoever is angry, Kina can mean jealousy. Rasha here it means anger because the person is troubling him. And you're quiet about it. You don't go up and you know, fight with him. Shochenad, the one who lives, the one who lives forever, meaning the Barashlam, he'll take care of it for you. In other words, don't go to court. <laughs> don't go to court. Don't start a fight. Just be quiet. Pray to God, and things will be taken care of. Omelet, Elamayat, if you have a drush for that, what about the other towns mentioned up there? Tsikleg, Umadmena, Vesinsana, Hachanam, you're going to say there's a drush there too. Omelet, Ihave, Rabgevia, Mibay, Argiza, Hacha. At, at Rabbi Yavia from Argiza, if he would be the one, he was the one who said that Russia of Kol Shishlo Kina. If you have Kina, Al Chaveiro Bedomein, that's the Demona Bedomona Shochana Deyad. That's the actually you see the, in the words Kina Demona Demona. If you have a if you have anger against somebody and you're quiet about it, the Shochana Deyad, Hashem will take care of it. So what are you going to do with these words? This are these other cities mentioned? Siklag Midmaina Vasansana. Hachanami, you have a drush for that too. Amalei, you have a mechavagesach. He would be here. Avi Amar Batami, he would give us far for. I just don't know what it is. But instead, Rav Achami Bechazal Amar Bahachi, he did give a drush for it. He says, "Call me sheeshlo tzakas legima al chaveiro." Okay, this is this is in here in the words tzakleg. If you have a cry of of a protest on for somebody else for Rashi says, "Gozel me men of the orud lechayav v'sharim mizanosav." He's taking away his parnasa. You have a complaint against somebody because they are hurting your livelihood. The domain, the madmena again means that you're quiet about it. Shochim besnes, Sansana Shochim said the one who lives in the bush. You remember Hashem appeared to Moshe Rabbeinu as a, in the burning bush. Oslo then he'll be he'll make a proper judgment against uh, against that uh, your opponent. Amalei reish galusla rapuna How do we know that it's forbidden to make crowns? This man is that we talk about crowns at the end of Sota also, uh, that they don't make, they can be made out of gold or silver or fancy stones or even uh, leaves and roses and things like that. I don't know if this is so. So Rafuna said, that's only Mr. Drabana. It's not, there's no basis for it in the Pasuk, but uh, the rabbis made that zera after the basement was destroyed. It's not, as we saw, we just saw this last week at the end of Sota. The Pumashalas Finus in the war with Vespasian Guzru, they made Xera Alatarskasan that the groom should not wear crowns. Bali Iris and also on what instruments played at wedding. And we said that's like a tambourine or, or a bell with one clapper in it. Adahochi. Okay, so that's what happened. That's what he said. It wasn't uh, how do we know that you shouldn't make crowns uh Bismanazeb? So he told them it wasn't, it's only an Isidra as we learned when the uh, when the when there was a war against the Jews, they made this Xera. Because things look bad. So Rafuna, after he answered that question and he said it's only Yisrael Banan, 
he went out to uh, to relieve himself. He went to the bathroom. Amalei Rav Chista. Now Rav Chista was a student of Rav Huna, but Rav Chista did not want to raise his voice and give an opinion in front of his Rebbe. But when Rav Huna left the room, Rav Chista said, "I'll give you a pasuk for it." It says, "Komar Hashem Elokim, Asera Mitznefes, remove the turban, Harei Mata, and lift off the crown from your head." Zos lozos, this will not be like it anymore. Zos lozos, it won't, it's not going to continue. Why? Because the, you, uh, the one that's low, you, you lift up. And the one that's high up, you lower. What does all this mean? Let's understand the part. It says, remove the turban and, and also lift off the crown. What is the turban? That the coin wears have to do with the Torah, the crown. When the turban is at the at, on the head of the coin, when he's wearing all his begadim, then anybody can wear a crown on their head. If the coin can no longer wear the turban because there's no base of anymore to serve there, so the crown is removed. So the question was that was raised to Rafuna was. Um, how do we know uh, that Reish Galusa had asked Rafuna, how do we know that you can't wear a crown? So Rafuna answered him, the Rabbana made Xer when the war with Vespasian took place. Um, and when Rafuna went out, Rafuna said, well, there's a Pusik, based on a Pusik also, when the Kohen Gadol no longer wears a turban, you shouldn't be wearing a crown. So we have a Pusik, uh, basis for a Pusik, uh, the, the Pusik serves as a basis for this, for this rule. And the Sakura Shkolam. Araf Yasafuna, Rafuna came back in the room now. Ashbikinu, he found them that they were sitting and darshaning this Pasik that Rafis said, Komarshama with him, Asir Misnefis from Tra. In other words, Rafistan answered the Raish Blues from a Pasik, not simply that it's an Isidra Bonam. Omalay, or Elohim Mirabonan. I swear it's only an Isidra Bonam. It's not really based on this Pasik. Ella, Chista Shimcha, your name is Chisto, which is like uh, kindness. And uh, you know, kindness and uh, being being nice and pleasant. And your words are also pleasant, meaning it's really drabbanan. It's a nice drasha anyway. We're saying it's a nice drasha. Ravina found Marvashi to have a gadol gadol He was weaving a crown for his daughter, like her wedding. Don't you hold to this pasuk? When <clears throat> meaning that. When the coin girl can no longer wear the turban, you should remove the crown from your head. On Malay, yes, but it's like a coin girl, just like the coin girl's begabri. We're speaking about men. Coin girl is a man, so when he removes his, his turban, you shouldn't be wearing a crown. Men shouldn't wear crowns. So, Benashi, low. But we're not talking about women. And he was made doing it for his daughter. Let's say she was a bride. My Zos, Zos, in that post, it said, Komar Shemalakim, Asem, Stephas. What does it mean? This will no longer be. Darsha Ravira, Ravira expounded on it. He darshaned it. Sometimes it was said that he said it over the name of Ami. Some said it was in Ravasi. You always find that Ravami and Ravasi are confused with the Gemara. It's probably similar because their spelling is very similar. Sometimes it was said that Ravira said the name Ravasi. Some said that he said it in Ravasi. When Hashem told the Jews, remove the turban and remove the crowns from your heads. But the ministering angel said to God, 
this is what you're doing for the Jews. Which we're going to read on Friday, right? The Ben Israel said, We will do and then we will listen. We'll follow you without, you know, without understanding. We're just going to, we're going to do what you say and then we'll listen to it. The point is the Jews were so good and now this is what you're punishing them with, removing the crowns, removing the Torah, meaning the destruction. Amalahan, Lozos on Israel does does Israel not deserve this? that they put down the Gavoa, meaning the Bansholam, the Igbiwas Ashafel, and they lifted up what was low. The time of Menashe, they put a uh, an idol in the Hechel. So are they not deserving of this destruction? That's that was the uh, that's the Zos that it won't be anymore. Another Zos it's not like this anymore. Should, is this way it should be? Shouldn't it be otherwise? Yeah, this is how it should be. Again, another aloha that he said, says that um, this is this Russia probably is not uh, related to our Gemara, but simply because we have the same idea. Ravira said something, sometimes sometimes they said, some people said he said the name of Rami, some said the name of Rasi. Minus of the Apostle says, Komar Hashem, the beginning in Nachum. It says in the in the Novi Nachman says Komar Hashem im Shleimim if you're complete v'chein Rabim or more than complete or you Shleim can be united or complete or more than that v'chein goes and then you cut it off v'avar and pass then the pasuk goes on and says v'nisich and you will be answered uh, you will be answered l'anach oh but I won't I won't uh, make you poor anymore what does that mean Tanur Rabbi Shmuel call it goes if a person um, yeah yeah for per, yeah said that's right imro I skipped one kind of goes over imro adam if a person sees that his food is very limited with some it's exactly enough he doesn't have any extra food in the house yasami and stuff he should give stuff up in other words, when he's poor, that he only has enough, barely has enough to eat, no more than that, he should give some staka. Not necessarily that he should starve, but he should try to set aside some staka in the course of the year. But Koshkan Shemurman, certainly if he has more than enough, more, it's not that some sum, it's not exact. He has more than enough, certainly he should give staka. My Bahena goes, what does it mean? And so it will be cut off of our annual past under Shmuel. Kalagoz is Menachasavasam Saka, a person cuts off from his assets. And he gives them for tzedakah. Nitzel b'din shakam. You'll be saved from the din of hell. What do we mean by that? So he says, Mashal It's an example with two, uh, two sheep. Shahu over over his mind. They were walking. They were trying to pass through the river, cross the river. Achas k'suza. One was shorn. Achas and One wasn't shorn. In other words, two sheep. One had all its wool on it, and had not been shorn, and one, uh, and one was uh, shorn. The one who is shorn, who's thin, who, you know, who's thinned out, doesn't have all the extra wool on it, is he can easily pass. The one who's not shorn, the one who's got too much wool on it, will not pass, will be stuck in the water. So is that to say that better to be lean than mean, you know, if you're, if you're lean, just, just keep what you need. Like a person said, I have everything that I need and nothing that I don't need. If you don't need it, get rid of it, give it away. Right, so same thing with the money. If a person has exact in his uh, in his uh, food and his uh, income, he should give tzedakah, and then he will be uh, he'll be better off. Hashem will 
especially if he's if he's uh, if a person cuts off from his assets and he gives staka, he'll be saved. Stuck, we say staka tatsumi mavas. The pasuk goes on. Means even your poor ones, even your poverty stricken ones. Also, if he gives saka, he should give saka. And I won't make you poverty, I won't bring you to poverty anymore. There will be no more simonim, he will have no more signs of poverty once he gives saka. So, the way to avoid, uh, the, the way to, um, Avoid poverty is to give away your assets, to give stucco, as we say, right? That um, the way to the way to uh, get more is by making yourself have less. By taking, by giving less, by by making yourself have less, you will really get more. By giving stucco, you'll have more assets. So he said, "What's the what are the rules about maybe maybe get data siam?" So he said, "Maybe I'm siam from overseas. You have to say funny enough, because of the two reasons that we said, either because of the kiyam or because they have a similar kaimo. But what is considered chutzlaret says that maybe dina siam. And Rashi has said all chutzlaret except for bavel is called medina siam. So Rumliel said, even if you bring from Rek and Mechager, even in these places, that's also considered chutzlaret. The blessed is a people part of Lulud. Also chutzlaret. Rabbi Yudavam recommends it. The main word, the Akhlitzvona. So he said, okay, what are the rules? So he said, the blessed is a people part of Lulud. Chum says, answer, Ella may be in the Siyam, and Molech, right? From Eretz Shrol to chutzlaret, because they didn't assume a kind of Okay. Said here are the boundaries. Rekem and Mizrach, like you said before, Rekem and Achega. Rekem is on the eastern border, and Rekem is in Chutzlaretz. Ashkelon is on the southern border. Akko is on the northern border. Akko is like the north of Eretz Yisrael. So if you bring a get from Akko to, to Shemayim, you have to say the funny nechem, funny nechem. You tell me that Akku is the north, northern border, that Akku is the northern border, because it says from Akku and, no, and north of that, Akku is Chutzlaretz, anything north of that is Chutzlaretz. So it's that Akku is on the border of Israel and Chutzlaretz, and Akku is actually in Chutzlaretz. Maybe the Akku is found there, so it's in the north of Eretz Israel, kind of. For a minute, we have passion from this price. You were walking north. From Aku to Chzid. Aku is in, let's say, it's definitely in the northern part of Israel, but from Amnishat's Mashma, it's the northern border. Because there's Aku and parts north of that are considered Chutzlaras. If he's walking from Aku to Chazid northbound, on his right side towards the east, Aderach, to the east of the road, Tamea, Mishmeretam, the rabbis were goes there that if you go to Chutzlaras, Chutzlaras is Tameh. Maybe because they have the graves there exposed, whatever, but they, so it says on the eastern side of this road that leads from Akadach Ziv, your tummy, it's tummy because of Erasam. If you walk to the east, your tummy because of Erasam, it's considered Chutzlars. Also, there's no Until on this road, somebody might tell you, well, technically you're on this road, but part of the road is actually in Israel. It's actually in Israel. Somebody knows, you know, that. The road here is a little bit indented or whatever, it's moved in. And this part is actually Eretz Road. But otherwise you can assume that on this road to the right is Chutzlaretz. On this road to the left, as we'll see now, Mismolo Lamara on your left side to the west, 
the rest of the marva derech tahora mishum erisam. It's not erisam. It's eris yisrael. But it's nice mishum. It's eris yisrael. Actually, brother Chaz, shuptum, and don't tell somebody tells you this area is actually in Chutzlaretz. Uh, somebody who's a bucky there. Ad heichan until where? Ad chaziv until chaziv. This is the rule about the road from Akko to Chaziv. You're walking north. So if from Akko to Chaziv to the west and your western side is Israel, so Akko is not the northern border. Chaziv <laughs> is the northern border, right? You're walking from Akko to Chaziv all the way up to Chaziv on the left side is Israel. So how can you say that Akko is the northern border? So, uh, and, and not only that, he says, he says, Ad Chaziv is considered Israel on the left. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel, in name of Rabbi Ad Livlevo. It's not Volvo. It's, it's, I think it's Livlevo, right? It's not, it's not until Volvo, it's Ad Livlevo. Point is, that city is already, until that city is considered Israel. Maybe Ad Velo Ad maybe Ad Chaziv Velo Ad but certainly from Aku, you're walking north. And to, and to the west is Israel. So how can you say that Akko is the northern border? Amar Abaya, Ritzur Nafka V'yoev. I'm sorry, Ritzur Nafka. Technically, uh, Akko is the northern part. If you look at as as one block, Eretz Yisrael, it's not exactly a square or a rectangle, but it's the northern part of the basic part, the, the main body of Israel. But it is the northern border there. However, there's another strip that goes from uh, a strip of Israel that goes from the northern border, Akko, which is, let's say, the northeast border of Israel. And there's another strip that goes up a little bit until Chaziv or until Libavo. That's also Israel. But when he lists it, he lists it, you know, Akko is basically the northern border. Yes, there is another strip that goes up a little bit further, but Akko is basically the, the northern border of the main body. Um, you know, how do you say, like, the, uh, uh, the continental United States, right, as opposed to Alaska and Hawaii, right? So you know, the main body is the main body, and then there's a little extra piece there too. So here also, similarly, there's a little strip that goes north from Akko until Livlavo or until Chazid. You would give a simon that way. In other words, you give a simon that, you know, if you walk from this, uh, from, from Akko to Chazid or to Livlavo uh, on this road, to the right is Chutzlar, to the left is Eretz Yisrael. Would you give a simon based simply on a strip that's not the main part of Israel? We find this in a Pesach that gives a simon simile. The simon says, We're having a festival for God in Shiloh. For, from olden times, there's always a festival there. Where is Shiloh? It's north of Bethel, which it is today, right? To the eastern side of the road, the, the path that goes up there. If you take the road from Bethel up to Shechem, so where is Shiloh? Shiloh is on the right of that road. So it's north of uh, Bethel, right? We said, it's north of Bethel, south of Lavona. And where is it exactly? It's east of the road that goes from Bethel to Shechem. So it's, uh, you take the road up from Betel to Shechem, and uh, east of that road is this town of Shiloh, and Shiloh is north of Betel and south of Lavona. So you see, based on a road, gives you a simon too. It tells you, based on this road, this is where Shiloh is, east of the east of the road. <clears throat> when it says over here, Mizracha Hashemish Lemesila, we're talking about, we're defining where Shiloh is. Shiloh is east 
uh, of this road that goes from Betel to Shkan. Okay, now in a, a new topic. Tana Chada, maybe get the Sfina. We're assuming now that you're in a, uh, in a river in Israel and you, uh, you wrote a get on the boat. And we've learned in our Mishnah that if you bring a get from Eretz from Chutzlar, it's there as well, you have to say, if you bring it within Israel, you don't have to say, for two reasons. Both reasons don't apply. Number one, they're all, everybody there is Bakim, they're Baki and Eretz Israel. They know the rules about it has to Lishma. Number two, the same in Makamo, let's say from Judah to Judah or Galil to Galil, where there's no different uh, borders that uh, from which uh, people would not recognize signatures from uh, one area of Israel to another area. But if you bring a get within Eretz Israel, you don't have to. Yes, if you took a get from Eretz Israel to Chutzlaretz, <coughs> there we say you have to because it's not in Makamo. But if you bring a get in Eretz Israel, as the Misha said, I maybe get Eretz Israel. The last lines of the Mishnah on Beis Ma'alot. You don't have to. In Yeshulavar, if somebody does contest it, you don't have to. We said yesterday that the rabbis told, answered questions, said, you know, it's always a good idea to say, even if you don't have to. Even though the rabbis didn't say you had to say, but it's a good idea to do it even when it's not required. When it's not required, let's say when you're in the same area. So let's say you're in Bavel. To Bavel and the Adam and Matsuyim Lakaimo, and they're all Bakian, or with an Eretzal, you don't have to. But if you did, it's a good idea because that will prevent a protest. If it's protested, once it's, it won't be able to contest it because once it's accepted, it can't be contested. Fine. But the basic idea is if you bring it in Eretzal, you don't have to say Okay, so let's say you're bringing a get on a boat, and, and we're assuming now that the, the get was written on the boat. In Eretz Yisrael, so he says, "I maybe get the Sfina, can maybe it's like bring it in Eretz Yisrael. You don't have to say You're bringing a get on the boat. It was written on the boat. Is is the boat on the water in Israel considered like Israel or is it considered like Chutzar? That's the question. So I maybe get the Sfina, can maybe bear Eretz Yisrael. You bring in a Sfina. She nifted the Sfina. Rashi says, because we're talking about, we're assuming here, we're speaking about a, a river in Israel." In those days, there were more rivers in Israel. Today, we don't have too many, but there were more rivers there. And he brought a get there. It's like bringing it in Israel, you don't have to say, fun, fun, fun. But another bride said, you might be in Chutzlaretz. It's like you're bringing it in Chutzlaretz, meaning you have to say, fun, 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 fun. So what's, how do we how do we resolve these two different prices? Amar Rabbiyar Mielokasha. Harabiyar Rabbanan. So Machlok is Rabbiyar Rabbanan. Ditanan. Offer Chutzlaretz above Asvina. Let's say you had some dirt from Chutzlaretz. You imported some dirt. You had some dirt. And you're you're on a boat, and the boat is now in Israel, and there's a there's dirt, there's some earth there in the in the boat, and you plant something there, and the boat Rashi says is made out of cheris, is made out of earthenware, so it's absorbent, and uh, you what do you have to do there? If you plant something there, you have to give meiser and take shmita. It's considered like in Israel. That's what Tanakama says. So the Tanakama holds. That the dirt of Chutzlar, it's in a boat, is like it's an Eretz Israel, and therefore you have to have to bring some ma'isrus in the Yod Shmita. Amar Biyaru says no. Eimisai is not just being a goshesh. That's only if the boat is in shallow water and it's touching the the riverbed, right? It's touching it's touching the riverbed. So then it's considered attached to the ground. Then it's Eretz Israel. Avlein is being a goshesh, but if it's not touching the ground, putter. If it's in the water. That's not considered on in Eretz. It's not considered like on dry land in Israel. 
and you're not high to give Trumas and Meisters, even if it grew in the boat in Israel, because that's not considered on the ground. So again, so you could say very simple, that's the machlokas here between these two brises. The brises that said, why well, maybe get Bisphina's like you're bringing Eretz Yisrael, it's like Rabbana. The one that says, maybe the Chutzars goes like Rabbi Yehuda, who says, that unless it's touching the ground, unless the boat's touching the riverbed, uh, that's not considered Israel. That's one answer. Abai Omar Havahar Rabbi Yehuda. Both, uh, both uh, brises go like Rabbi Yehuda. Um, both 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 brides go like a buddha. Why? It's very simple. A buddha said if the boat touch is touching the ground, then it's like it's grown in Eretz Israel. If it's not touching the ground, then it's not. So you have two prices. One says if you bring a get in Eretz in Eretz Israel, and a boat in Eretz Israel, um, you don't have to say fun after it's like Israel. And the other one says no, it's like Chutzar. It's okay. So where the boat touched the ground. They, they both go like a view. Rabbi says, if it touches the ground, then it's like puts, then it's like it's Why? Well, I mean, the two reasons are Adam to you, whatever. Here are Adam and Suyum kind of. Both reasons are there. I mean, Clearly, they're not considering right, so that so, so it should be considered is in Israel anyway. It's in Israel and they're Mitsuyan, right? What's the difference where, right? where it's in the river or not? Okay, good. The question is, is it, is it Eretz Israel? When they said Eretz Israel, Eretz Israel, Eretz Israel, it's, it, if it's right outside of Eretz Israel, no, maybe because the rivers are all attached to the, to the oceans and stuff like that, maybe it's considered like foot yeah, We'll see more about uh, that tomorrow. That's a good point, but there is a difference here between we're going to talk about that. There's a difference between. Um, earth growing in the boat, you know, is that considered part of Israel for Meiser versus for Jerusalem uh, Meiser? You can understand that, right? That like, that's sense. what I'm saying. There is a difference there for a versus for a get not. It shouldn't apply. Oh, very good. So that's that's a good point. We'll talk about it in tomorrow's tomorrow. We're going to see that's going to be an answer. That's going to be one of the answers. I think that that when we talk about this, it's one thing, but when we talk about that, it's something else. So we'll see. Okay, but that's a good point. It's a good point. You could say what is it, or you can answer and say, well. It's not the issue. The issue is, is it Israel or is it not? The rabbis made Xerah. Outside of Eretz Israel, you've said, funny enough, inside of Eretz Israel, you don't have The reasons are, because we said, but once you make the rule, once you make the rule and say within Israel, once you make the rule, you don't say, well, in this particular town in Israel, they're not the English more not. Once you make the rule, you make the rule, Eretz Israel is Eretz Israel, Chutzar, Chutzar. That could, that could be a simple answer, but there's clearly a difference between Trumas or Maestros and the thing growing in the boat, is that considered part of Israel or not, physically? Okay. Abaya Mavar Rabbiuda. That answers if it's touching the ground, then, then it's like Eretz Israel, and you don't have to say Paneyat Paneyat. If it's not touching the ground, it's still Slarat. Amar of Zaira, you're asking even if it's not touching the ground, it's physically in Israel, right? Even if it's not touching the ground, it's in Israel. Okay, they, they learned right, the uh, right, right. That's what right, right. Right. So, so in the point of there is no difference. In Israel, it is Israel. It's uh, the, the the water in the the the, ri the river water in in Israel is considered Israel. Period, and that's why you don't say You just says it all depends. Another halacha that's related to this idea of If you have a potted plant. That's got a hole in it. It's got it's it's a it's a, it's got a um, it's perforated, right? It's perforated on the bottom. It's got a hole in it. That's a I'm gonna look up and say this, but it's not touching the ground. It's not on the ground. It's it's on pegs. 
right? You've seen these things that you have a little tripod with a, a pot uh, with a, a potted plant in it sitting there, and it's not touching the the ground. So I'll say this: What's the halacha there? Is that considered like it grew in Eretz Yisrael, right? And um, and therefore you'd be chayvin from us or not? So baral machlokes Rabbi Yerubam chartz the same machlokes as Rabbi Yerubam and Rabbanan that we had just now here with the boat and the and and in the water in the river, right? Rabbanan. So what what do you mean? That's a Rashi in the last two three lines of Rashi. Rashi says baral machlokes Rabbi Yerubam Rabbanan. If it's in the air, the airspace, just like the rabbi said, that if you're in a boat in a river in Israel, it's like you're on the ground as Eretz Israel, and you don't have to say funny enough, funny enough. And here too, if you if you're in a pot, if a, you have a potted plant in the airspace of Israel, it's like it's on the ground, and you'd have to give some mice. According to Buddha, you're not until it's literally physically on the ground, touching the ground. If it's in the airspace, not. Amarava, that's what Rav Zeyra said. Amarava, no, not necessarily the two things are not the same. Apples and oranges, the Maloi. Maybe it's not dependent on that. Adkan lafam Ha'asuya Where do Rav say that it's not considered Eretz Yisrael? Because in a boat, a boat is moving, is moving all the time. It's mobile. So it's not like Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Yisrael. The ground is the ground. If you're moving, not necessarily so. He, maybe he only said that Vesvina, which is Hasul of Roch, to, to escape, meaning to run. Since it's moving all the time, it's like a Sisra. But if you have a, a potted plant, which is sitting on a tripod, which is not move, not made to move all the time, lo, he would also say that even though it's not touching the ground, but since it's in the airspace, sitting, hovering over the ground all the time, maybe he would say that's also like Inami or the other way. Where did the Rabbanan say over there in the case of the boat that it's Eretz Yisrael? There's no airspace. There's no airspace. There's no separation of air, airspace separating between the boat and the ground, right? The boat's in the river. The river's on the ground over the riverbed, right? So there is no airspace separating them. The Maya Kiara dummy because the water is like solid ground. In other words, you're always saying when the when the when the boats on the river and the rivers in Israel. So there, the rabbi said it's like the boats in Israel because there is no airspace separating them. It's it's there's water there. Well, the water is like ground, and therefore it's there is Israel. it's the mafsik of Europe, but by the potted plant which is sitting on a tripod, hovering over the ground, there's airspace between the potted plant, between the earth and the potted plant, and the ground. Maybe the rabbis there would also say. That it's not like you're not chayv in my soul. Air and water. Are they? Air and water? Depends how you look at it. No, air is not solid. Air is not solid. It's easy. Water isn't solid either. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't breathe in the water, but I could breathe in the air. There's a difference, right? There's an air. Air is air. Right? Air is air. Water is water. I say water is water is not a solid. Water is not, it could be solid if it's frozen, right? It could be solid state. But but air is not, air is air. You know, air you can breathe in the air. Yeah, there's 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 a too much, no? Uh, yeah, in, in what sense? I mean, if you have those air things over Right, right, the, right. You could say there's a lot of difference there too, that air is air and water is water. They're not the same. So it, we just say, we're just saying that the machlokas that we have here between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yudah, whether the river, the boat in the river, 
is considered like in Israel or not, right? That is, is it considered like Israel or not? Is a uh, maybe that's only when it comes to the to the to the boat. It wouldn't necessarily apply by a potted plant over over in, in airspace over the ground for both these reasons. We don't know for sure. Maybe Rabbi Yud only said it by a boat because it's moving, so it's not considered in the ground. But it, but this is since since the the uh, potted plant is basically stationary. Of course, it's movable, but it's basically stationary, so it's like it's on the ground. Or maybe the other way around. Maybe the rabbis only say that Allah Sfina because it's like on the ground because there's no airspace separating between uh, between the boat and the ground. It's simply water. So the water can be viewed as being solid. It's not really solid, but it can be viewed that way because it's, it's there's no airspace in between. But else is the or low. Okay, so um, that's that's another answer. Now, Rav Nachman, well, this leads, we're not going to go through the whole Gemara, but Rav Nachman, basically, we'll just see the first few lines, Rav Nachman, if the river is in Israel, there's no, there's no argument. Now, this could be what, Michael, what you were getting at. The river, if the river's in Israel, everybody agrees that's Israel. What's the difference if it's in a river, it's on the dry land? That's Israel. There's no machlokas there, Rashi says. The carrots is strong Even if they well, even if the boat is not touching the ground, the time of the get lo mishum yenika minakarka, right? Like you said, that's what I said. You have patience a minute, right? That the reason for the get is not because of getting nourishment from the ground. Kamaisa kashvias. Obviously, the reasons are because you know it's between the kaimo and and there's people around. You're in that geographical area. Where's the machlokus? The machlokus is by the yamagadol. That's a so Benaris there Shalakamalapligi because when it comes to a get, obviously there's no there should be no difference if it's in if the river is in Israel physically. The machlokis is by the Yamagoro by the Mediterranean. Okay, because that's the question. Is that considered Eretz Israel or not? That's the issue. And this leads us into tomorrow's Gemara, which is going to talk about what are the what are the borders of Israel. In other words, we say the Sukkim say in Chumash where our borders are, right? We have these different towns that are mentioned here, Rechem and Cheger, et cetera, et cetera. What are the actual borders? But Yoshua delineated the borders were lit in Israel. The Bible tells you what the Bible will be. Both in Barman talks about that and Yoshua talks about the Bible. But what's our Western border? The Mediterranean. So where is the border? Is the border at Tel Aviv and, and uh, you know, in Caesarea right there? Or is it all the way past Malta? So that if you go to Malta, you're still in Israel, right? Wherever because the, the Atal, is, wherever the water, no, wherever the water is, is, as far as the water goes, the yeah, whole Yamagato yeah. is considered our western border. It's all part of Israel. In Malta or anywhere yeah. far away from the border of right. Israel, right? The water is not touching the ground of Israel. Right, right. But the, whereas here, correct, correct, correct. But the ground. question over here is: is the is the whole Mediterranean part of Israel? We say, in other words, okay, you know, that's that's, 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 that's going to be a discussion. No, no, but I'm saying, in other words, when we say that the western border is the Mediterranean, how far the the eastern side of the Mediterranean that touches Israel physically, or the western side? That's going to be tomorrow's discussion. But anyway, Leah answers your point, yeah. Michael. Have a good day, everybody.